Hello, hello. What's hey, up? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. How's everybody? We're back. What's up? Hawk versus Wolf is here. Yep. We're the return. We were, I mean, we were like on the week. It's but, huge. But you have changed a yeah. lot of stuff. The monster has put on new pajamas. Well, that was going to sound better when you it can't before. put a lipstick on a pig. Wait, no, what that's that bad. That would be, that would be like, that means you can't make something pretty that's just inherently ugly. Oh, okay. So that probably this, wasn't the best analogy no, for our show. No, we're more like we were good, but now we're on steroids. That's yes, that's it. Yeah. And we're back with Lizzie Armanto. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah, we're back. Thanks for it. I I I always felt I just disclaimer, I always felt awkward that the only time you were on the show was to talk about your horrific injury and it was just like there's much more to Lizzie than that. And we got flagged for it. You know that? No, yeah. oh, the, we got the flagged video? for your slam. Oh damn. TikTok got people getting kicked in the face. And they're not saying, please kick me in the face. This is like an unrequested kick to the face. And that's on there. But a professional skateboarder having doing a professional trick and it went bad. That's too much for your fucking... Shut up, you dickhead. <laughs> and Who reports that? It's kind of ironic because there's like other slams on there that are probably like much... Like equally gnarly. That aren't uh, flagged. Yours, yours is yeah. uh, up there. With, yeah, I mean, is, yours yeah. is like top five I mean, heaviest slams a, ever. But the Jake Brown sk- slams like missed out there. Right, and that's everywhere. Yeah, that's everywhere. Yeah. Well, and, but, then, and also it was live. It was oh, you know okay. it's just kind of. And like, then they played it. You can't, can't put the can't put the creature back in the box right. like that but, thing was already out. But TikTok could flag it. True. And they don't. I do want to say, even I, though I saw yours again. Yeah, Mills. On Instagram. I know Mills posted it, and I I'm I opened my phone. To that, I was like, "Oh, jeez, yeah. can you give me a second? Yeah, I, I, I actually felt violent. It should be the warning thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It needed that. That was that was when, shocking. When I posted mine on my Instagram profile, I put like a, a slide before it just for like a warning. So if you're scrolling my feed, there'll be like a little warning thing. Yeah. But now the way Instagram works is like sometimes it'll show like the second just thing. Auto plays. And so sometimes yeah. you'll just be scrolling right. and it's just ah like. No warning. How is the body? That was shocking. Everything back to normal, 100%? Yeah, I'm feeling good. really good. Good. I've been skating. I'm actually, like, chilling for a second. We, like, I skated so much this summer, and I, like, just put out my part for Vans. You finished it, and it's yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. Did you go to Europe before? This summer, I was, like, in Europe the whole summer. It was really fun. You flew somewhere to do a trick on one particular thing, I was told. Oh, yeah. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> oh. oh, wait, it didn't work? It didn't work out. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't get all the way to the end of that story. Oh, man. <laughs> I, there's something I really wanted to try, and I got to try it. I got really close, and so I had to go back for it. But I'm not bummed, because I, I like going back to Europe. Yeah. yeah I and now I have an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I remember when, when Gregson was talking about it, yeah. we didn't actually get to the end because I knew the outcome of it. And I was oh. Like, oh, we're just going to leave it at that. It's fine. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I Sorry just, about that. I it's didn't. okay. Anyway. It's okay. <laughs> to yeah, be I was continued. Just happy you were going. To be continued. Yeah, on the next one, you can talk yeah. about it. You know what? It'll probably take it. What what might motivate you to make it is if I go and offer you a cake. Yeah, that would. Because that worked one time. Okay, the mess. Me. Wait, the messed up thing is okay, I like stayed an extra. No, not an extra day, but, like, the last day, I was like, okay, we'll, like, try to, like, film it. Like, we, like, spent extra time going out there. And then I was like, okay, at this point, we have to leave because I have a reservation at Noma, which is, like, one of the best restaurants in the world. It, it, yes, it's widely considered the best restaurant in the world. And Rune had got 
How did you get a reservation? Rune. He has like the hook up there because he's like. I had to get one through a a chef friend who had to meet me there. Wow. But go ahead. (laughs) It's your story. Yeah. So Rune like has the hookup. He like pretty much like has a bunch of hookups in Copenhagen because he lives there. Sure. And And he's a legend. He is. And so I went to Noma with Chris Russell, but I literally went from the skate park. <laughs> Wait, I want to get into that story. Wait, who's Chris that. Russell? Uh, Chris Russell, the muscle on Creature. You know, the guy, he's he's the dude that does the crazy disasters. Oh, like, yeah. Like, breaks his board disasters. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he also is a big fan of food. Like, his mom's a chef. And uh. I, like, grew up skating with him and going to Combi, but... It was, like, really cool to catch up with. Like, we were in Europe together. I was like, oh, like, if we can get, like, a reservation at Noma, are you down? And he's like, I'm down. But no one else in the group was down because it is quite, like, a bit of money. And – but it's also, like, a once-in-a-lifetime It's chance. a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Yeah. I, yes. Hey, it I, depends I flew on to, I, I flew to Copenhagen just to eat there. Right. Last summer. Well, way to big-time everybody at the table. But, yeah, I, I would go I, because you're saying it's one of the better restaurants in the world, I'm I'm okay with paying extra to go there. Right, but I get it. I I know people out there that are like, I could give two shits. How <laughs> yeah, yeah, food yeah. Is. I'm not going. So anyway, you go. But it gets better. So I like go to the skate park, try to get this trick, try, 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 get really, really close, and it's like, okay, we should probably go. And I was like, oh, let's let's just push it. You'll we won't stop by the the hotel. We'll just go straight there and drop you off. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna make it. Like, let's do that. And then it gets to the point where it's like, okay, like I'm just on empty. It's like not looking good. I was like, okay, well, I have to go. Otherwise, I'm going to miss my reservation. And so they drop me off and I'm sweaty. I am like, I just want water you, and do salt. Do you smell like pads? Uh, I don't, I don't. Do think you I smell? Have... I don't want to be offensive. Do you smell like pads? Do you get that? No, I don't. Uh. Cause I, okay. If you wear your pads, like no. Um... Is she going to teach us something about pads right now? Please do. Cause... <laughs> I was going to say, you know I have vast that, experience with that. That it. wear like shorts or like they'll wear elbow pads and it touches your skin. Yeah. When your pads touch your skin, it makes it smelly. But I always have like my pants on and then I put my pads over and it doesn't really smell as much. But also I think it might be some genetics because there's some people that are just cursed. I don't uh, smell. My wife always says it's kind of amazing because I sweat a lot. And I wear jeans when I skate, and my knee pads stink. So I think you're just, <laughs> you just smell pleasant, and, and we don't. I do know that when I was wearing elbow pads, like my elbow pads, because they touch my skin, I, I've smelled my elbows, I've smelled the pads, and it's not Okay, pretty. okay, because that it. happens to me too. Yeah, same. Kathy says I get skate breath. You have a different breath. I come home, and she's like, you've been skating, you got skate breath, like, go brush your teeth. Wow. I mean, she's not harsh like that. She just, she just, she notices. Oh, I never noticed. I didn't either. I didn't know that, but there you go. It'd be cool to talk to some dentist of like, yeah, this is, this is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that works. So anyway, you go to the restaurant stinking. Yeah. Not, I'm like, I'm like sweaty. Mediocre stinking. And I'm like, not okay. I'm like, my stomach's inside out. And from I, not eating? Yeah, from not eating. Okay. Cause I just like tried this trick all afternoon. And, then and if I you're would, going Noma, you're not going to eat during the day. Right. I mean, I would have snacked because it was at the point where I was like, I felt shaky and not okay. Oh, okay. And so then we get there and like Chris was waiting. He like has like a button up on (laughs) and they like take us to our table. Then we walk through a beautiful garden and there's just like all these beautiful plants. And I just like, I just want to stop and stare at that. But I'm like, no, no, we're late. We have to get in. And we get to our thing and they serve us water and I just keep like chugging all the water. And then, oh, they're little cups too. Yeah, but they yeah. have the jug, and luckily I could just like <laughs> yeah. grab more. But 
I don't know, we were like waiting for food and I'm just like, I need something. And we would get like the little bites and the first thing that comes out is this like thing that looks like a flower pot with like a flower in it. And it's, it's interpretive of like, okay, like, it's like kind of too fancy. You're not even sure which parts you ate. No. I would assume it's all of it, right? Like that's kind of their trick or no. So I, I grabbed the, the one part that's the flower and I was like, I think you eat this part. And I bit into it and I'm like, okay, yeah, that tastes good. And then there's like something chewy in there. And I bit into the wax and I was like, oh no, I wasn't supposed to eat that part. And I like kind of just like tucked <laughs> it away. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm such a noob. Like, yeah. I don't even know what's going on. And then the first like four, three or four dishes... Like, I couldn't even enjoy them because I was so hungry. Like, I started feeling, like, sick. And then I did a juice pairing, too. And Chris the, did the Instead wine of a wine pairing, you get a juice pairing. Oh, cool. So, like, I had... Sober guy would love that, huh? That sounds cool as hell. I mean... I had, like, all the different, like, things. All different juices. And they were really good, but I was just, like... I don't know, up until like four dish, three or four dishes in, like, I couldn't enjoy anything. Like, I was just like, consume, consume. So was good or not good? I don't know for the first ones. <laughs> <laughs> but after that, when I like was like kind of just like stable, I was like, oh, okay, this is really good. I like it. Were you a little bit bitter on the way to the restaurant because you didn't make that trick? Or can you, are you able to just cut that off and go about your day? Because to me, I would be, I get bummed that if I think I'm going to do something and I'm like, today's the day, and then it doesn't work, I'm kind of sappy for the at least the rest of that day. I mean, I was going to the best restaurant in the world, so I was pretty excited it about it. Around. So, I mean, obviously, leaving the skate park was like the walk of shame back to the thing. Yeah. Like, every part of me didn't want to go, but then once I was like, okay, like, if I don't go right now, then I'm going to miss this, and yeah. this is like equally important. Not equally, but it's like also of high value in a different yeah, way. Yeah, I need to go. I'm happy to hear that you can do that because I oh, think I that's like a more, separate yourself from that. I think it's a more yeah. level-headed human being which lives a happier, content life. Like I can <clears> tell you, like I, I try to do a 540 in Utah and I got knocked out on a body job before I even started trying them. And I remember like when I woke up, I was like, oh, I'm still in the demo. Don't even worry about it. And then like an hour later, I was like, oh, you're not in any demos for a long time. And I had a job to do. So I think that helped. Like I had to announce and my brain was not really working. And I was like, oh shit, like you're going to really have to turn it up to do the job you were paid to come here and do. Because I felt like I could just, I was like, I could just go to sleep right now. And I'm like, oh, that's a good way to feel before you announce in front of people. <laughs> but it also consumed my time with like, you're not going to do it. You're not going to get it done, you know? I think that's like something our brain, like we allow our brains to do it to ourselves. Like, yeah, like you can easily get into a funk, and I feel like I've put in a lot of effort to like learn not to like go down that road because like beating yourself up, it just never helps. Like you can feel upset with yourself, but you don't have to be mad and upset with yeah. yourself. Have you ever been like that in previous times? Because it sounds Definitely. like you've done some work. Okay, I have. But I don't. I'm also not the person that like outwardly like explodes like i've seen people they like have a tantrum like i yeah. won't do that like i'll just be in my head like yeah, you know anyone that does that fuck you tony it's kind of funny like if i if i like try to like outwardly explode like i just like i'm like what are you doing like yeah like it almost like make me laugh at myself like 
you're just really an you're being you're really being an idiot now. Tony, like, this isn't you've, okay. You've been in all the eras. Is this era her era a less uh, uh, hissy fit era? No, that's a good question. Because I feel like I grew up in an era where all my all the vert dudes, if you couldn't make anything, it was totally fine to just flip out. Like if I had a dime for every time I was at the ramp and throwing boards against the wall, skateboards out the yeah. window and focusing and then setting up another one pissed and then back up on the ramp doing it again we were all doing that and i think it rubbed off i think it became <laughs> easier to do it because you were like well he just did it five minutes ago i'm gonna <laughs> yeah, throw my board I, out i, I never i didn't take cues from anyone for it i mine was more internal always but but definitely i will let it out sometimes um but i don't know i don't i don't see yeah, like if I see someone trying something here in recent times, the more modern skater, they don't really snap. Right? That's it's what I think I've noticed. Agree. <laughs> I agree. No. no, it's not disappointing. It's, I mean, it's fascinating. I feel like focusing your board is not a good look anymore. That's like the, it's, it's, it never was. It's, it's, it never was. I I never did that one. But I think at some point, like there there is a part like when you're growing up and you see someone focus a board, you're like they're powerful. That's cool. Like, I want to do that just because, like, I want to break saying, like, that's fun to do. But then you, like, if you see someone just breaking boards, like, oh my god, it's wasteful. Or, like, and it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's also just pretentious that, that you're, you get them for free. Yeah. Yeah, somebody just, told me that. Just once. in your face. Like, dude, I, I want a skateboard. You know, people, they need skateboards. They want skateboards. And they're like, cool, you just break yours. I mean, it'd I would be better to just it. give it away. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I've had a friend say that to me. He's like, <clears throat> I would have I would have taken that. Right. And I was like, uh, he's like, but you get them for free, so you can just do that. And I was like, for the record, I've bought boards that I've focused as well. Like, this is not a free concept. This is a... <laughs> I, I have a problem. This is a... I, I have a legitimate <laughs> problem that I... I saw, there's a video on YouTube from XYZ Ramp, like the last day that we all skated it. And I fall off on a backsider, and I cock my hand at the flat bottom, and I stop myself. Oh, I've seen it. And then I, but then I give up and punch it. And watching it twenty years later, punch the ramp. Yeah. I, I'm like, dude, you got real issues. Like I saw you go. No, that would be irresponsible. Not to mention you could hurt your hand. And then lost it. <laughs> Wham! And and I'm like, who? Like how would that feel? I feel like you could have broke your hand. Just can't control my anger it happens like we're all human and we have things to work out and it's like it's up to you to like realize oh like does this serve me yeah i think you're right because for the longest time i never um thought about changing anything i never caught it like looking back at it and seeing the video now i'm like wow you really needed to work on yourself i did and i find it easier to not flip out now but it's still a thing that's uh it's in there more than the average person. It's very rare that I meet someone that holds that much uh, anger towards not exactly even sure who is getting it, but I definitely am holding in some anger from my childhood. I mean, also I think like just learning how to channel that, that's like, yeah, it's, it's not bad that you have like a lot of passion. Cause I think you could like, we could say like, Oh, it's just, it's anger. It's this, it's all that. But like, you can take all that energy and put it into like this. I've, I've had days here where I was trying something, over and over and over, and then you know, angry, not not crazy, but definitely you could tell, and then gave up, and I and I've actually apologized to 
Jared and Cameron who were filming me, like I'm, I'm like sorry guys, you know, and they're they're like, they they both said we, you got to keep that passion. Like yeah. we like what we saw today, even though you didn't make it, because I wasn't just defeated. So there is something there where yeah. you, you got to keep that fire burning. You just can't let it get the best of you to the point where it's self sabotage. Right, because it does it does a service for sure. Like if a trick's scary and you're not figuring it out and you're like. Oh, I don't care how bad this looks. I'm gonna make this work out, yeah. and then when it does work out, I'm gonna have the balls to roll away. That's a lot. It takes a lot. <clears throat> Sometimes it would go flying out the side, you know. But but uh, often that would really like I would persevere. I would sweat through four t-shirts and and stay and make it. And I'm like, you know how I made that? Because I'm fucking pissed and I don't stop. But sometimes by the fourth hour, when it doesn't make it then that 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 energy goes flying out all over the place and doesn't help anybody you you tried a trick for saturdays that we were there for a good hour at least an hour no more than that like hour and a half then we went and went down the street and ate at a legit restaurant Mm -hmm. sit down restaurant order from the menu she's still there trying it which yep. I guess says a lot about us that we, that we left, but she was committed. And if you've had we your days, sure, dude, don't worry. About we're pretty sure you're going to make it. And then we got food for her and the filmer came back. She's, she took a break, ate, went back to it for another hour and made it. Yeah. It was a like four hour journey. It was amazing. I still, I, 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 I use that example to people all the time. I was like, I've seen, Lizzie, like the most frustrated and the most defeated, not saying anything, but you could just tell that, yeah. you know, there was something there and still do it. Yeah. I remember many times at the DC ramp having the worst flip out, boards flying everywhere, pads flying everywhere, helmet booted out through the big door. <laughs> and then I smoke a joint, go ride my little 50 motorbike around the, like the parking lot and down these, cause back then there was nobody around. Ride around for a little bit, look at the sun, you know what I mean? Like try to forget about my life and yeah. then come back in all quiet, pad up, like, gonna go back out there. Yep. Not can't have eye contact because I'm still <laughs> like in a dark in a dark place. And then I've done it. Not all the time, but every now and then I've done that and I've had like I'll never forget Danny said uh at one point I was trying uh uh they had the Philly barrier up on the ramp back and that's when it had the the bigger bank that set back. And I did, uh, uh, what is it, like 180 backwards frontside grind, then ollie back in. And I'm nev- I've never been a ollie back in guy, you know what I mean? And Danny was like, dude, you've got that. I'm like, really? He's like, look like you got that. So that was the trick where I flipped out, left, came back, and then did it. But when I did it, the f- Danny came up to me and goes, dude, I thought you had no chance making that. That was crazy. I was like, you're the one that told me I made it. But just the mind That's a Danny move. of like when Danny's like, dude, you've got that. I felt like I couldn't leave that day until I made it because the great Danny way was pretty sure my body could do it. And then to have him immediately tell me that I, uh, he thought I had no chance. I do you like, feel well, like, I, I wonder, uh, Lizzie, so do you feel like ever that's your motivation where you, you know, someone believed that I could do it or said I did it? I feel like I see you do it and it's very internal. And it's more like you've decided you're going to do it. Right. Yeah, I have to be able to like visualize it. Like a, a lot of times like people be like, oh my God, you could do that. But if I like don't like understand 
the ending. Like, I can, like, go and throw myself into, like, a bunch of things, I feel like. It's pretty easy to pretend something. But then when it comes to, like, that last bit, like, yeah. you know, I, like, bail, like, at the very, very, very end. You bail when you've made it. Pretty much. Yeah. But, I don't know, I just have to, I have to see it in my head, and then otherwise... It would the the I loop, do too. I know we've same thing. I have to see <coughs> if I'm like I think I got it. That doesn't feel right for me. Like just to land blindly, I have to be. Uh, that's the hardest thing about being older is that at least at one point I could put my wheels down and still get off in time to not slam into the transition. And now I'm like that's a harder trick than making it. I might as well just go for it. And more dangerous. Yeah, like yeah. all four wheels, then get my knees to the ground and not in not in a hard way. It seems next to impossible like i'm like man i i don't think i can get off in time might as well just but i remember when when you decided to do the loop and and i'm gonna go back to the beginning because i kept i remember telling you maybe even a year prior to that where i said yeah i said i think you could do it like i just know that you have that that perspective and that and that technique and and the drive and the willpower to do it and you were always very uh, hesitant or evasive about it, which was fascinating to me because when the time came and you got invited to try it, even then you were like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. And then you left and the event that we were doing happened and a couple of people made it. And then you emerged from this building fully padded as everyone was leaving the parking lot. Oh. The, 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 the production had shut down. They had an RV, they left. The people that made it, like we had confetti and shit. Yeah. That was all over. Yeah. Like the the party was over. Was this on your <clears throat> intentional? And then Lizzie came out, yeah, because because then she did it on her own terms. It wasn't like she was. I wasn't trying to gun. do it for the show. I mean, if it no, could no, it work wasn't out, for. I know, I understand but, that. What I'm saying is, but what I saw there was, it wasn't that I told her she could do it. It wasn't that there was this pressure of the event. It was like she just wants to do it, and yeah. she's gonna do it on her own terms, in her own time. Yeah. I feel you on that one. I, I got to do it. And I when Tony explains the day where he had it set up for all these people to do it and you had to wait in line, that did not sound like a, a, an invitation I wanted to yeah. be a part of. Well, 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 I, I just want to know what your thought process was that day because you definitely left the scene and came in, inside and then we didn't know if you were coming back. So you had the event and it was literally like the worst scenario to like try and do this thing, try to do the loop. Just because there was, like, so many people and everyone has their, like, own way of um, coping with something scary. Mm -hmm. And so you're, like, standing in line with a bunch of people freaking out. Right. And some people are, like, talking to you. Some people are, like, having a mental breakdown. And you're just trying to look at, you know, what someone else is doing and, like, be okay in your own head. Or I was trying to just be okay in my own head of just being optimistic. Yep. And it came time where someone was, like, Charlie. Wait, no. Jeremy Green was ready to do it, and so yeah. it just, they pretty much took out all the pads, and I was like, okay, well, I'm not just going to jump in and do it. I'm not there yet. I don't have the technique. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll just wait till they're done. And they did the run of show, and then people started to clear out, and then I was like, okay, well, looks like we can skate the thing again, because there were so many people, and there was so much stuff going on that I was like, okay, I just need it to, like, clear out. And yeah. then I pumped on the ramp a couple times, because... You can't really warm up on the loop thing. Yeah, no. It's just like one wall when you're there. Yeah. So I came out and was like, okay, like we can still skate it, right? And then I didn't realize they were like like pushing to take it down so fast. Like I thought I was like, oh yeah, well, it's still here. You can like just skate it. 
and there's a couple other people that were like here that were were trying to skate it too um but i then, don't remember who else was here i just i remember i remember i had to hold off on everyone taking it apart because they were trying to get it taken apart before dark that was the whole push and i was like if lizzie wants to do it lizzie's doing it i don't care if, if we have to take this down tomorrow and pay laborers, whatever. I'm just telling you that that was the conversation behind the scenes. Um, and then, did you know that? No, I was just like, oh, we could still skate, right? Uh, yeah, but I was. I mean, I was. I was happy to extend the. No, <laughs> you know, know. no, the, the Birdman really tries to help people in the loop. Like he gave me a lot of help. I've, we talked about it. Recently. Well, it wasn't. I was. Like, I saw that she wanted to, and I was like, it's not. This not going to. This day is not going to end with we have to rush to take apart the loop. Sorry, you can't do it. Right. You know what I mean? That's just, that's not how that whole thing was going to plan out, play out. But, um, but I don't remember who else was, tr I feel like there were a couple of stragglers, but it was mostly Jaws. Yeah. He was the one who like was really just kind of sticking it out for me. Like he just was like mm -hmm. doing the motion and try to like explain it to me. Sean Hale. I remember Sean Hale. Yeah. He gave me some advice of like, yeah, you just don't do anything. And I was like, you really don't. I was like, so you don't, like go up the wall and pump he's like no 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 like nothing and i was like oh and then i tried that and i was like i'm on the wall like uh, i could do it and that's the whole thing where it's like if i can figure out the technique i can do it but i don't know if i'll figure out the technique so when you ask mm -hmm. me like oh do you want to do the loop i mean yeah i want to do it if i can figure it out but if i i'm not just gonna go for it like there's a lot of people that are like i'm gonna stomp this and just like roll away i don't care how like if i'm gonna do something i want to do it right and i want to do it clean yeah and even after i figured out the technique i kind of just got into like a rhythm of like okay like slowly we'll like take out the pads and then it came to time to it came time to just go and do it and somehow in the first one i like just completely blanked and then i fell like before i went up and so i like knee slid at 12 o'clock yeah i like went all the way through it made it all the way around <clears throat> there's fine. there's a still frame of her knee sliding at 12 o'clock it's really wild. That's scary. Which is another MBD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but after that, I was like, oh, wait, wait. That was just like a mess up. I'm going to I'm gonna correct that. And then I went and like almost got it. And I just kept like coming out of it like a little too forward or a little too back. And then by like the fifth or the sixth one, I like made it through. But then I like kind of just fell before I got to the end of the ramp. Like I went through the loop. And then there's another 10 feet yeah. where you, like, roll away. And yeah. then, like, everyone came up to me and was like, oh, you did it. Sick. Like, this is cool. And I was like, oh, I kind of, like, I don't really feel like I did it. I'm going to I'm gonna go back and, like, do it. Yeah. And then Tony's like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And then I went back up there. And the next one, I, like, made it. Okay. And then I, like, roll away from the parking lot. And I was just like, I don't know. It's almost like you, like, blank. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. But it's fascinating to hear you say, uh, like, I'm just going to keep trying to figure it out. It wasn't, it, it doesn't sound like to me in your head that I'm going to do this no matter what. And especially in terms of, of that, it, like certain tricks, <clears throat> but definitely the loop in particular, when people see it, they are either obsessed with it for what I've seen in my generation. They're either obsessed with it or they don't want no part of it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like I've never seen anyone approach it where it was like, maybe I'll try. Okay. Yeah. I'll start to figure it out. Like, Jason and I, in particular, we saw that thing. We're like, this, I, I have to do that in my lifetime. Yeah. Like, there's no way you're going to keep me off that thing. Yes. And, and I actually had it built. And we talked about it last show. Like, I had it built. And incorrectly. Incorrectly, right. But, but I was obsessed with it. And I've seen that over the years. 
a few people, maybe a dozen people that were obsessed with it. Um, some couldn't figure it out, but no one had ever had that approach. I where it was like, like maybe it's I'll try it. Easier, like <laughs> I guess. guess. Like it, it's it's good to set your mind out to something, but I think sometimes when you get to that thing, it's not what you thought it was. Like some yeah. people are like, I wanna I wanna climb this mountain, and then you like realize everything that goes into it, or realize like, oh, there's like all these harsh dirt. It's not harsh conditions, but you realize it didn't mean what you thought it meant. And so for me, like doing the loop, like once I realized it's like, oh, it's just like a carve. Like yep. it's a really gnarly one and it can come at this like either you like you make it or you take a terrible slam. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, oh, OK, I think I'm equipped enough that I can make this. Right. And I was really fortunate because I remember when they, the last pad went out or no, not, not, not the last pad. Basically, when I stuck to the wall after Sean Hale gave me the advice of, like, don't do anything, I was like, oh, okay, like, I figured out the technique. This is real. Now, like, that question of, like, do you want to do the loop I is, see. like, a real yeah, question right. in my head. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I was like, it's it's worth the slam. So uh. I'm going to go through with it. I'm either going to make it or I'm going to be obliterated. I knew I was going to slam, so that pop was already out of the way. Like, We're going to take a lot of slams today, but... But you're you're gonna make it, so. But at one point, I think when I, you know when the pads were still there and I was just catapulting, and flicking around in the air, I was like, "Oh, you're, you're like really bad. And you're not. You probably shouldn't even be here." <laughs> and then like, one happened where I saw it, and I was like, "Well, I saw that one. So if I can just stay alive long enough." But I, when they first took the the very first one without the pads, so terrified. And I get the blanking out thing, because I think I did. I think I was like, you can't bail this one. And you don't know for sure if yeah. you go all the way yeah. around. So I think it was like, once you go down the roll and there's no brakes, like you're, go you're definitely going all the way around. So it was a weird uh, switch to click. Because I was like, you're not, you know, I do 540s. They're hard. They're scary. But I know when I'm halfway around that I've got it here i was like i don't have anything to <laughs> relate i don't know i've got it until i am like past the ro the loop and and rolling away and it was like a sh a little bit of shock wanted to set in yeah. and i was like don't go into shock because then you'll like <laughs> not do the right thing so it was like a it was a, a mind fuck it really got to me a little bit I think it's also weird just because, like, skating transition, you always, like, go up the you wall turn around. and you come you turn around. down. Yeah, yeah. And you can it's have, so like, hard to get out of. Yeah. Looking back, right? Yeah. Well, almost like you want, like, a setup. There's no setup yeah. on the yeah. loop. And so it's just, it's really jarring. It's just first wall. And, like, most of the time when we're trying a really hard trick, you don't you drop get the, it. You get the you, rhythm. Yeah, you, like, yeah. get to be like, okay, one, two, go. Or, like, yeah. do, you can do hype up tricks to, like, get there yeah. and be like, okay, now I have to, like, Set I think the line saved me. Tony told me just watch the line, and that stopped me from looking back or 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 starting to adjust my shoulders at twelve o'clock. I just kept looking at the line, and it st kept me going that way. Because yeah. that's really all you got to do is just follow the line. Like you'll make it if you if you if you just think about the your. I don't. I feel like I did it and felt like I was just going straight. Yeah. Not doing anything. And all of a sudden, there I am back on my feet again. Yeah. I was like, I don't even know what I did. Uh, to me, the rhythm and the line, that's how I made it. I knew that it was two pumps. I pumped into it, and I pumped out of it. And my, my body got in the right spot to do both those pumps, 
So I was <clears throat> in. I was balanced when I came back down because I was like, it's one, and then it's two. Like Rupta Fakey to me is a you know there's a tick tick tick. There's yep. a rhythm to it. If you do the rhythm. <laughs> oh my God. There is. I know Rock to Fakey to Loop makes barely any sense. <laughs> no, it's funny. No, it's cause... scary. A lot of people don't like Rock Fakies. Right, because if you do it wrong, it is a, it is a horrific <laughs> oh, slam. I, I it's actually, like one of the worst I slams you can I had this take. conversation. So I've been giving Kid Cudi skate lessons. Yeah. Right, for the last two weeks. And now I'm just his, his personal, like, because he's building mini rap at his house. Yeah. So he just calls me yesterday because he's telling me he's going to drop in. Today? Like he's got it ready? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And so I'm trying to give him pointers of the phone. He doesn't know any terminology. And then he starts talking about, well, when I get to the next side, what do I do? I was like, well, I don't celebrate. need to worry about that right yeah. now. But he's like, well, I go to the top. And I was like, well, then you're going to do Rock to Fakie. And that's a little more daunting. Yeah. That's a bigger chance of a slam. Wait. I think, and trying to explain to him <laughs> the technique of a rock fake when he doesn't really understand the basic terminology right. was a challenge. Do you know what's happened since then? No. Right. I didn't get an update. I'm sure I'll get one. Oh, yeah, you will. <laughs> it's crazy how all, all those, the, the loop really reminded me of a drop-in. Because when someone, Absolutely. someone describes it, they're like, okay, so you want to... Like, you know, lean forward, but yeah. not too far forward. Yeah. Like, don't turn your shoulders. Commit. Don't yeah. lean too far back. Yeah, you, you have to just go and wait for it. And I don't know, with the drop-in, like, at that point, you've bigger never... Bigger risk factor. You've never If you've never dropped in, it's, like, kind of the same thing of, like, yeah. lean forward. And so I was trying... Back. Yeah, and I also had to tell him, like, you know, I, I know you're good at doing fakies and stuff right now, but the drop-in, like, shifting your your whole plane from being standing up to the ramp is not what you think it is, so... We'll see what happens. I don't know. Can't wait. What? What? Uh, I do want to ask you what. What was the first thing you did? It doesn't have to be a trick, just technique or whatever on a skateboard where you realize, like, oh, I can make things happen mm-hmm. doing this. Not, not like like as a career, but just I mean, like there was must have been a spark where you you accomplished something on the skateboard and you thought, oh, I want to keep doing this. I remember the first trick that I like did and I was like, whoa, I thought you had to be good to do this. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It was a front Smith grind. You do have to be good to do that. I don't know. I was like, but I, I growing up at my home park, like I could drop in, I could pump around. I would say carving's my favorite trick just because, you know, you could just go and you didn't have to, like if at my home park, there's a bunch of different bowls. It's in Santa Monica. The Cove. Yeah. And you can go in each bowl and then, like, just do all the different lines, which I was like, this is the best. I don't need anything else. And then I started, like, kind of learning tricks, and I learned how to do a smith grind, and I was just like, whoa, like, this is weird. Like, Did you go up and grind with the intent of doing a smith? Yeah, I was trying to learn it, but okay. I was just like, this is, like, way out of my league. Like, I, I mean, I'm here, so I might as well try it, but, you know, That's good amazing. luck. Good luck to myself. Sounds like you had That's a lot of sick. fundamentals. Yeah, for Smith Grind to be first try easy. No, I mean I had to try for it, and I think I'd known other tricks. Like I was fifty fifteen around, and okay. maybe doing like rock fakies. But, that was the but every little kid does that, but yeah. not every little kid's doing a Smith Grind. No. Okay, <laughs> hold on, I right feel there. Like your carving was a little bit different than yeah. a little kid. What do you mean? Like your calves were probably pretty good, but not every kid's doing fifty fifties either. But what I was gonna say is, I remember the first time I saw you skate. And it was at the commie uh, in Orange, the, the original, original, the Vans commie, the original Vans commie. It's, I'm too confused. Yeah. 
I know um, what you're saying, but it's not even the original Vans combi. It's the second Vans combi. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, whatever. Point. You know what I'm talking about. The Vans combi at the block in Orange, even though it's not the block anymore. It's the outlets. But it's the second Vans combi because the first one was the white one that was all slippery and weird. True. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Uh, I saw you skating it, and well, what stuck out first? There, there were very few girls skating the combi at the time, um, and you were super skinny. Um, and doing 50-50s around the corner with full confidence. And I know you think that like 50-50s, you're saying, oh, most kids can do that. Most kids can't do them, especially around the corner like that. Yep. And that was the first thing that I noticed. I was like, wow, like that is, that's something special. Do you remember, uh, like what was the first time when you went, skated there? So I went to Vans for the first time just because I'd heard of it, like there's this like big skate park indoors in Orange County. And I didn't really start actually skating there until my team manager from SMA, the company I was on before Birdhouse, was like, hey, they're going to do this big contest, ProTech pool party. Uh, there's like a spot if you want to skate. And I hadn't skated a contest before. And I was like, yeah, like, sure, whatever, I'm down. And then I started going down to the Vans Combi. And it's so different than any other bowl. And I was just like, okay, well, I'll just try to learn every trick I know how to do in this bowl. And at that time, it was really scary because it was the white combi. And I could like 50-50 at the pool at my home park. But then the, the, the coping at the white combi was so chunked out that you really had to like push through it. It was like chalk. Yeah. And then the... the I must have seen you the, the year after that then. Yeah, but then the plaster also was like oh, yeah, it really was bumpy. It was so there sketchy. was all these kinks yeah. and stuff. Hmm. And I don't know, it was just really scary. But then they redid it and then it was so nice. Like it was like it was like perfect in comparison. Oh. They redid it and made it better. You mean yeah. that that same one they redid? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. There used to be like a little channel too at the end. Mm-hmm. Like in the shallow end and now mm. it's just like Oh. It's closed. Yeah. But the lines are better. Uh, It's there, but the park is closed. I just skated it like a little bit ago for my. So it's available for some people still. I don't know. If you have a signature shoe on Vans, you can go skate it. Right. It wasn't chill to go. There was like a lot, like it was like legal was all involved, and they're like, you can only do this. This person has to be there, and like it was very. Oh, wow. But it's still there. Still there, yeah. Does that mean they're going to reopen it? Okay. <laughs> but it's good as ever. Like, nothing's changed. Like, I went there and I was like, hey, I, this is, like, the same as it was. It was, like, like all the home. time hadn't yep. passed. It was just... Uh. And also, it was crazy because I was like, wow, I've never... I filmed one thing there, but up until, like, this past summer, I didn't really ever film there. And it was because it was blown out. Yeah. But now I'm like, wow. Like, it's so crazy to think about how, like, we get so into, like, oh, we, we all skate this thing all the time like right now and like it's not special but then you know time passes and like like with combi it's like no one can go there now and i don't know you like there's no footage because it was like oh yeah i was blown out they're not special but as time passes it so does that mean if you have a trick in there now everyone's like how the hell did you get in there um well i'm sure they they assumed she can get in there but yes that's definitely there's some it's been closed for a while right but somebody so. can skate it. I did, but I don't think they're trying to open it up. Right. Yeah. What a weird 
<clears throat> circumstance. I got to do it during COVID. The the Huntington Beach Park was closed. The the Vans Huntington Beach Park, and we had we got to do a commercial there. And because the commercial has their own insurance, we were allowed to go there. And um, I was definitely um, people were kind of jealous mm. that I got to skate there. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I got told to get off the vert ramp the other day when I went there. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's all like... I think Poor guy had to come over and tell me... You, you have to be on the list, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. He's like, I know who you are. They're telling me you got to get off the vert ramp. And I'm like, I'm just trying to do this one Smith grind. He's like, just do the Smith grind. <laughs> I was like, okay. But I was so close to... I'm like, if you stop me from doing this after I drove here to film this trick... I'm going to call somebody like I'm not because <laughs> you were doing it on behalf of the foundation too. So. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm going to call Steve Cavalera and be like, Stevie, tell this dude that I'm doing a Smith. Grind. <laughs> like I wasn't going to let that happen. <laughs> I, I called Steve Cavalera. Uh, Cause I was like, he, I'll, the, call Steve, I'm a, <laughs> I'll call Steve Van Doren. If he doesn't pick up and be like, Steve I'm going to call Jason Ellis with Cab and Lizzie and Steve Van Doren right now. Yeah. They're all on the phone. Yeah. Talk to him. <laughs> I'm like, now tell me that I need a wristband. Come on. Yeah, but they let me do it anyway. But uh, I could tell, like, you know, the one guy was like, really? You want me to tell Ellis to get off the vert ramp? Like, he's, yeah. he's not going to think that's cool, you know? I could see his face on the way over. I was like, oh, I've seen that face before. Yeah. Poor guy. Hey, man. I'm like, it's okay. I got, that, I got that face at the Plan B ramp. We'll talk about that, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lizzie, uh, what has been the most surprising experience that you've gotten to that you've had because you skated the most surprising experience i've had because i've skated because because you followed skating as a career um or the most the highlight i mean the highlight i feel like that's just you know getting to travel the world with your friends like i feel like that's a really special one and also like i feel like when you get to pursue skating as a job, you can like try so many more tricks whereas and like find your potential. Whereas if it's like something you do as a hobby, it's kind of that thing. Like you never know how, like how it could have went. And I don't know. You just get to meet so many cool people. And I think it just makes you think about life differently. Like I've, I've always felt like a light person and I know when I found skating, I felt like I could really just be that. Whereas before I, I felt like I needed to like figure out my stuff and be tough or like know what I wanted to do. And I like, I found skating and I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. And people were like, no, but what do you want to do? Like <laughs> yeah. for real, like mm. you have to, you know, have a place to live mm. and all these things. And, you know, if you want to do that, you have to figure out like a real job. Right. But I don't know. I feel like that's pretty special. And yeah, yeah absolutely. I don't know. Just in a more grandiose sense. I just wonder how would you find yourself in a in a place where it's like how just how did I get here? Yeah. I mean, I feel like traveling the world. Like anytime you're in like a new country mm. and experiencing that, that's so special. Mm. Like I got to go to Anchor Wat, and I was like, that's pretty wild. Like Cambodia. At some, yeah. So yep. there's like the giant temple. Yeah, in Cambodia, me too. And they're <laughs> so. It's so insane that at some point your brain like can't process it anymore and you're just there and you're just like, yeah, another giant temple. Like this is the, this is the other giant section of the temple and there's a tree coming out of the temple. And monkeys that want to attack you. Yeah, there's like all this stuff that is just so far from your daily life. Yeah. 
And you got there because you're skateboarding. Yeah. Which is extra cool. Yeah. It's a cool sport. <laughs> Those situations. That happens yeah. to me all the time still. Every every now and then I go, why am I here? You know? <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, oh, I feel because that. of this thing you did yeah. like a long time ago, you kind of always get a little weird hall pass for things, you know? Yeah. I never get used to it. It's always like. If you go to things where there are star athletes of other sports and stuff, yeah. do you feel like, what, what me? Why me? Uh, I mean, and I only say that because that's how I feel. I'm not, I'm not projecting on you. When I go to those things, I'm like, oh, it's cool we're here. Like, no one really knows me in comparison to these people. And they have to, like, I don't know, when I see professional athletes and they have to do, like, after the, the match or the game, they have to do, like, a press conference. I'm yeah. like, thank gosh we don't have to do that. Oh, I yeah. mean, there, there's, <laughs> there's versions rough. of that, but yeah. imagine, like, yeah, like, yeah. Ours are much more renegade. My uh, my performance today, where I did my run, um, I would I would I couldn't do that. I couldn't yeah. feel, I couldn't say I was just like yeah I was just trying. Or even when I watched uh, when we went to the premiere for your thing and you, there was someone interviewing you when you were a kid about like the competition. Like I'm so glad we don't have to do that today. <laughs> what happened? He's just talking about you're just talking about the the documentary. Like because yeah. there's a there's a scene where they're like who's your competition? I'm like. Pretty much anyone that entered is my competition. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I, he I, like, who do you? The whole start list. Like, they said, who do who do you gonna have to have a tough time beating? I'm like, I'm gonna have a tough time beating anyone that entered. Yeah. You know, namely, all these guys. And right. went through the whole list of, of like going like, yeah, this guy and uh, this guy and this guy and this guy. Being, being <laughs> honest, kind of. I mean, they are. I mean, these days. But that was far removed from any sort of sports press conference that was like don hoffman with the camera sticking in my face while i'm practicing right. true but, but now now everyone sees it but it's just imagine if skateboarding went like that and we had to like talk about that i mean in forms we do but more formally yeah um what's happening with the next olympics i don't know <laughs> it's it's happening but i feel like do you still have to qualify for finland um i mean there's there isn't any qualifiers this year. It got canceled. Oh, that's right. Andy just told me he was in Rio. And that yeah. So turned the, into not a qualifier. Yeah, that was supposed to be the Olympic right. qualifier, but for whatever reason, it fell through. But they still threw the contest just for what? Brazil. How's that work? I don't it's know. It's like the whole. <laughs> the so I don't know. Does that mean just last? Because it's Brazil. Because they are they are so passionate. They're like, we're gonna have a contest no matter what. Pretty much. I know. Um, I'm saying, why is it not a qualifier? Like, who decided oh, who knows? to make it not a qualifier? When there's only one it's a shit show. So what are they basing it off? Do you, it sounds so like you don't next know. Next year, there's going to be events, and then I think all the standings for Park will be from one year to right. qualify for the 2024 Paris Olympics. So there, there will be a qualifier. There yeah, has to be. I mean, right. unless they all fall through, but I don't think that's possible. Okay, just making sure they didn't just go, whatever, whoever was in it last time, you're in it again. I don't know, it's... It's really wild watching it. Like they're still figuring out a lot of kinks and. Is that a big thing for skateboarders these days to be in the Olympics? Is that like a thing that a lot of pros talk about or argue to be a part of or have plans? Like you ever hear any other athletes go, you know, I'm going to do good in this contest because I'm going to be in the Olympics. Like does any, do you know any skateboarders that care more about doing well in the Olympics than any other contest? I think the Olympics... Like, do you? Uh, I mean, personally, I feel like I... 
I'm not sure. If, I mean, I'm probably going to try to compete in the Olympics again, but I'm not like, I'm not, conf- I'm not confirming that. I've just kind of just been seeing how it goes because I have a lot of opportunity right now, just like with my shoe and I don't know, different. Right. So it might not be like if you had a a video part that was a big deal that they wanted you to do and it was going to be around the same times as the Olympics. It's just not possible might... to like do those two things at once. Like right. you, you're. It might be okay with you not to be in it, you're saying. Yeah. Right. And... So I can, I'm sensing from you that you can take it or leave. Yeah, I mean, I I really just wanted to be a part of the the first one just right. to like experience it, and then from there on, I'm like, okay, like let's see if it makes sense to go again. So the experience wasn't life altering greatness. I mean, I think it was it was worth it. Like, I yeah. I'm really happy I got to go, and I think we'll see the benefits. Like, I mean, I already see the benefits of the what Olympics happening. Are, are I mean, on the women's side, there's so many more women that got to like pursue skateboarding that. It gave would, them careers, you're saying. It gave them validation. It gave and, them and, time it, to like pursue skateboarding in when no one else would like give them the time of day. Okay. Yeah, especially for uh, people who, who are getting into it in recent now. Since then, girls who start skating have much more validation in the fact that they try or that they want to because there's a, there's a whole new generation of adults that are like, yeah, do it for sure. Yeah. Whereas, and they get support, like they can get support from their country to like go to these events to compete. What kind of they support? Can get, like just even the ticket to go. The country will pay for it. Yeah. That's yeah, you know how the Olympics fucking... works. No. <laughs> I've never. That's how it works. Yeah. The countries pay for the travel of their athletes. Even if I, even if it was a five hundred dollar, you're coming ticket. by. You're coming in from like NSA events where you yeah. have to pay your way and find a place to stay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't tell me angle. everybody listening doesn't know as much as me. <laughs> this is probably interesting to somebody that isn't fucking Tony Hawk. You might not know. I'm interested. I'm kind of uh, stunned a little bit that I can tell you're like, eh. I mean, if there was a bigger contest on, I'd gladly go in that instead. No, I do both. Right, but it's not. If you don't go in the next one, you're not going to be shattered or anything. No, I feel like I don't know. I don't want to say I'm comfortable, but I like. I feel like I've worked really hard to get where I am, and I'm, like if I decide not to do the Olympics, I don't think I'm just going to fall into like the abyss and like not be forgotten. Right. Like I think I could still hold my own and like have a career. Whereas I think some people like maybe if they don't do that, they won't have the chance at a career. Right. Okay. So and but a lot it's of more girls of a are career hungry for it, which is sick. What's that? And a lot of girls are hungry for it. And like men too, for sure. Like women and yeah. To be all, in the Olympics. Ages. Yeah. Right. That's what I th- Yeah. Cuz at one point it was not cool to be in it. Like at one point I was hanging out with guys who were like, "No, we're not doing the Olympics." And I remember myself I think that's still there. Is it? I mean, I think yeah, depending on who your friends are. Okay. And who Yeah, are- like plenty of skaters they're 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 ripping skaters and like not doing that. Right. Okay. Vert skateboarders? Oh, they don't vert. have a job. They don't There's no have, vert. They don't have oh, Olympics. Fuck, guys. Okay. Sorry. I mean, I there think is some motion talk. towards yeah. vert in the Olympics. There's supposed sure. to be that event in South America. Yeah. What event? A vert event. That's uh. That's supposedly the one of the first qualifiers, even though There's it, no wouldn't, it wouldn't be in Paris. So, like, in two years, they're not going to have vert in the Olympics. That's just not going to happen. Okay. Maybe in six in LA? Maybe? Who knows? Okay. <clears throat> it should be there. Yeah. But we've already we've already spoken our piece about that. <laughs> yeah. There's more I have a um 
I have a trophy for you that I think should be your Olympic trophy. I have. Uh, Wait, hold on. Don't uh, can I wear it around my neck? It's not going to trump you. Uh, I don't know. Can you? What the hell? Hello Kitty Fong. Thank you. Oh Wait. my god, it's so cute. Why? This What's is... happening right now? Like, I'm giving her a Hello Kitty phone. Why? Why do you have that? Because she's awesome. No. Huh? I want to see like what year this is from. This is vintage Hello Kitty, you know. That's an OG Hello Kitty phone. Vintage. What's happening right now? <laughs> so. 1976. Slash That's not from 76. Why do you have that? Slash 2003. So probably 2000. Okay. Please explain Here's what's the happening. the story <laughs> behind the Hello Kitty phone. I went to a Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards almost 20 years ago or something and they have a they had a gift they have the gifting stations where they give all the the either presenters or nominees all these random gifts that used to be like how they would get promotions okay they take a picture of you with the thing they gave you you know this is before social media so it's just like that was their way of promoting it and they're basically using celebrities to endorse their products even though and they gave you the that guys. phone. They they um had a photo. Someone took a photo of me on it like this, like yeah. just looking away. And somehow that photo has resurfaced recently and went kind of viral. Like I only know that because I get tagged in all the time. I have no idea why. Because it's because it's iconic. Like this, I don't know, Hello Kitty in the 2000s is like a big thing. Like, I mean, also just there are like cult Hello Kitty followers. Yeah. So, but because there's a, a photo big, of me. That's a big deal. So, uh, wait, hold on. The, There's mean, a photo of me on this phone, and, and it kept, I kept making the rounds. So finally, I was just like, I got to update that photo. So I found this on eBay. Okay, not I bought it. One. What's that? It's not the one you were using. It's not the one I was using. Okay. I don't know if they actually even gave me that one. Okay. They might have. But I found this. I took a photo. I, I recreated the scene, whatever. And then I could tell when Lizzie saw it, she was all about it. Oh, wow. Yeah, because you know a lot about it. I actually have this Hello Kitty book of like all the products. Oh, really? Yeah, up until the year that the book was made. And so I will find this exact one. This was hard to find. I actually remember in like early 2000s, I had a teacup, teacup Hello Kitty alarm clock. Mm. Which is very, like somehow it's like, I didn't even drink tea back then, but I was just like, wow, I already knew. <laughs> I love tea. <laughs> My first wife was a dancer and she had a client that would always come into the club and not ask for any dances. He just wanted to sit and talk with her every time. And he would always, he was a Japanese guy and he would always bring Hello Kitty stuff for her. So I was just always, she'd come home with a bunch of Hello Kitty stuff. And I'm like trying to, I'm like, so the guy doesn't want to dance or anything. No, just gives me hell. I'm like, seems like a lot of money's worth of stuff. It's like, yeah. Like what is his deal? I didn't like him because I was like, I don't, I don't trust you. What are you trying to, <laughs> you know, mean, date her? You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> he's, yeah, because he's, he's legitimate not, attention. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> In Japan, though, they have those cafes where you just like go and like cuddle someone, or you like go and have what? like a talk, but you like can take people out for like a temporary date, or I don't know. It's, but I, I don't took, know. I took Katie to a Hello Kitty restaurant in Japan. Really? Yeah. Was it, it good? Was like, no, yeah, but it was good. awesome. Probably had good desserts. It they had good. Hello Kitty pancakes. Ooh, I would That's like cool. that. Yeah. And then we went to a, a cat cafe after that. Super dad. Have you seen the cat cafes? No. I have. They're really cool looking. They're amazing. But are, are they I'm, full I'm of allergic kitties? to cats, so I'm so scared. Full of cats. Oh, that's awesome. Like, Wait, they have that here, right? 
Uh, now I think there might be a couple. There's one in LA, I think. Yeah. The funny yeah. thing is that they call it a cafe, and they just basically have a, a, a soda fountain. Yeah. With little cups, and you can go get soda. It's a, a it's just a room with like. It's just a room with tons of cats, but they have their own little exit doors. So if they're over it, they can just leave. They look like they look like mouse holes. It was funny. That sounds cool as shit. It was cool. I, when I was there, I went to like a maid cafe, and then I also went to a hedgehog cafe but they also had geckos at the hedge hedgehog cafe what's a maid cafe yeah thank so you so there's like these they'll just dress up as maids and then they serve you like whatever you order off the menu and then they they did this like little that's kind of sounds a little fetishist do? i mean it's japan and they <laughs> they had like us do like a little i don't know i don't even know what you'd call it it was almost like a ceremony they're like I don't know, they make you, like, they put the headbands on you because they have, like, the little cat ears, and then they yeah. do something like, moi, moi, kun. <laughs> and we all do it together. <laughs> that was my... I don't know why, but that's... Have sounds... you been to Japan? Yeah, but I was little. I was, like, 16. Oh. I went right after I did a Skittles commercial, and I was the red Skittle, my so God. I had a total red board, red wheels, red trucks, red everything, and I tried to go skating, and I got told i was in big trouble for skating on the sidewalk by police so then i got a uh, a restaurant tray and i just stayed in the hotel room doing hand plants in the pool and i didn't go anywhere with my parents i was like i'm staying here oh <laughs> working on my andrex <laughs> had a serving table and i would just get upside down and be like Twink. that's crazy yeah i didn't want to see anything we're gonna go see that. You're like you. You are literally a kid in a candy shop going to Japan. Yeah, I love it. You're there. all about boba and tea and Hello Kitty and. Yeah, but boba's Taiwan. Oh, uh, but they have. Excuse it me. Kind of. It's like. Did you go uh, to Taiwan? Yeah, and have I stand corrected. Yeah. Boba yeah. Experience. Oh, wait. So in 2019, I went to Singapore, and then I like had two extra days, and I was like, and then after I was gonna go to Japan, I was like, wait. I'm just going to change my ticket. I'm going to go to Taiwan for like two days by myself. To drink boba. And <laughs> to yeah. swim in boba. Yeah. Oh. Wait, did and, you really just do two days of boba? Uh, Pretty much. I like went to like the place where milk tea was invented and they had some special. <laughs> that is such a Lizzie tour. I also this went, I like. Is, had... Don't take this the wrong way, but this is the lamest thing. Like I'm tripping out. It's awesome. You went to another country and spent two days by yourself just being a boba enthusiast. Yes. And uh, was it life changing? Was yeah. there a boba you've never seen before? No, it was just it was just from the motherland, and it was delicious. And, the motherland and, of boba. No, but the thing is, I'm like so sensitive to caffeine, and so I went there, and there was some special where it was like, oh yeah, if you get a regular, we'll just make it a large. And so they they brought me a like a beer mug of boba milk tea, and I was just like, well, I'm here, and I have to do it. And so I drank everything, and then it was it was amazing. And then like all the like little dishes, amazing. And then I was up till four in the morning, like by myself, like I can't sleep, I can't do anything, <laughs> I'm not okay. Because you raged on boba. I did. I was like, I was probably just like in the bed, like, like I'm not okay. Wow, like, boba like, od. Yeah, I didn't know this could be a thing, but yeah, I. Wait, what was it? What was the the um the shop that you were gonna open with Kathy? She and my uh, wife are going to open a... Yeah, we're going to do like a, a, a boba bread face <laughs> cafe. <laughs> What's like, so bread face? Bread facing <laughs> is this like, I don't know. It's probably like a... He's not going to... There's no way he's okay, going to get I'm it. Gonna, I'm going <laughs> to... But I want to hear him try. I think it's this person you can pay for a subscription and she just like smashes her face in bread. 
It's Wait, like a. I think it's and a. You were gonna thing. have her at your store. Yeah, and then we're gonna serve uh, alcoholic boba tea drinks. Boba and bourbon. But was, was I was all about a, it. But there was gonna be a lady there that headbutts bread. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a part of the the whole mystique. That is a selling. Like if you if someone told me, man, if you go to this store, there's a lady headbutting loaves of bread. I'd be like, why? All kinds of bread, not just loaves. Oh, oh she yeah. Mixes it up. Special yeah. request. Like like. She'll be like, oh, Wait, you want to eat it afterwards? No, no, she does. She headbutts the bread and then she <laughs> eats it. Yeah. And that's her job. I think so. <laughs> I'm, she gets paid to do this. Yeah. How much? I, I, you'd have to ask her. Could you, could I headbutt the bread or is it an art form? I. You would have to create your own following. It's not like you're going to do any collab with her. She I mean, won't do it. You, you should just reach out. I, doubt it. I don't know. It, it's been I, it's been a few years. I still follow her. You do? I think she has like a patron now or like a like. Oh, something. wait. Were you paid to watch her headbutt bread? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Special she lived here. No, New York. And you were gonna fly her out to headbutt bread. <laughs> <laughs> wait, this is, this is the fantasy retail store. We we're like this is the business that we we're all gonna create together. And it was gonna be here around here. It could be anywhere. It could be a pop up. Yeah, I think it's more of a pop up. Right. But I, 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 I tried to name it Bourbon and Boba, but that, that wasn't way flying. Right. Wow. There you go. There's, you, that, that's for you're welcome. There's your, there's your business idea. Just saying, if this podcast fails, I can headbutt a mean loaf. <laughs> Hit you guys up. <laughs> Just in Carlsbad, smashing my face into bread all day. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> Here you go. Oh, no, sir. I'm gonna... <laughs> we should do the pop-up. We should. It'd be pretty fun. I think I want a tea house someday. I'm going to I'm gonna manifest that. But <laughs> I want I don't a tea know. house. I don't know. What? I don't know about the, the bread-facing thing. I'm, I'm still... Oh, come yeah, on. I mean, that, was... that would have to be the pop-up. Yeah, we were, we were getting a little sideways with it, but it was it was sound fun. It's that bit. is That's the kind of extra bit that would make me like Boba. They'd be like, yeah, but there's a lady there that headbutts bread. Boba, bourbon, and bread. Yeah. I can't drink, but I'm definitely going for the headbutts. Just, so uh, can I just sip Boba while she headbutts stuff? I'm fucking down. I'm into that. She hit it hard or? Don't you go no. look. I like your version of it better, though. Where she's just oh, yeah, in head, like, head banging yeah. baguettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if it's, a, it's rush hour, she's just like, goo, goo. Ooh, I just feel cranking like, them. I feel like your your version of, that you're envisioning is like the people that smash watermelon. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> what she gently smushes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she just like goes. Yeah, yes, yeah. And then and then eats it. No, but I, but your version is I like yeah. it. Is there a face printed in it when she does this? Go look. It <laughs> sounds like you're really go, in it, it, into it. Little, you're selling it. I mean, lady headbutts bread. I'm in. I don't even know what we're in for, but I'm in, I'm there. <laughs> Sounds uh, exciting. I don't know how long for, but at least four or five inspiring. headbutts, I would say. What? It's inspiring. I would say the like it's she, inspiring. she has she has her thing going and I Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Is she she built it and it's like it's like the pimple popper lady, you know, all that stuff. Like you know there's a whole Dr. Pimple Popper. You know, yeah, that? I follow her. Yeah, well that. I'm just saying, like you found your thing and for a second on my Instagram explore that was popping up and I was like, no, 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 no. Like, get, get it away. No. <laughs> I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes my wife turns over because a lot of pimple popping videos on TikTok have a really annoying song to them. 
and I don't want to turn it down because I want the full intensity. <laughs> I want the full experience every time, even though it's the same song. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> it's pimple popping time, baby. But my wife will hear the song and be like, what are you doing? And then lean over and I'm Walking. like contently watching pus come out of something. She's like, oh my God, what is wrong? This is, you've been there for an hour. And I'm like... I, I, they keep coming. <laughs> this one's, this one's like, better than the last one. Blackheads. Whoa. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get super excited. And you got to get them out. I'm like, get that one. You haven't got that one yet. I'm like, ah, she got it. Oh, my God. Oh that my doesn't God. happen to you? I mean, I feel like if it, I don't know. We're down the watching, rabbit hole. Watching it online is like not the same as like if you just saw it in person. And I'm not saying that like I want to be that person. I do. If I could be, a, like if you could just come in with insane blackheads that would be a job that i would be very happy to do anyone out there yes jason is yeah, jason for money is your guy i'm not gonna do it for free <laughs> jason's making a no, career shift if you're here. covered in crayfish jason we I'm... just started this whole thing with the patreon and yeah. doing the shows here with Martha. Tony. so can you just try to bring it back here that's what estheticians do they get paid they, what, to who? do that stuff yeah i know but I we want... maybe we, we, we'll do a headbutting show how's that we're just gonna headbutt each, headbutt each other. No, headbutt. You bring some bread. The bread. Headbutt the bread, and yeah. you can do that. And then maybe we could do that for charity. You headbutt bread. Yeah, and, and then, then sign it, and maybe I get a blackhead or something. And, you know, we'll, oh, we'll... dude, if you get a blackhead, hit me. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so we get the best of all the world. Oh hell okay? yeah, I would be so into right. that. And you're invited, Lizzie. You can... I'll bring gloves. Thank you. Hey, you're very youthful. If you ever get a zit, holla. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. Back zits. You like those? I don't know if like is like the right word. I wish I could transport myself into my wife. That sounded weird. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean. And then I don't have back oh anymore. God, I used to have them wow. and they went away. And now like okay. my wife is like, get, let me get it. Let me get at it. And, I, and she's like, you don't have any. And I'm like, dang it. Maybe rub some butter on there or something. Like try to irritate it. Cause it used to be gotta, fun. Oh yeah. Now we know where the fetish is. Yeah, I got a couple. <laughs> Whatever, loaf head butters. <laughs> fucking coming at me for being crooked. This world famous lady that goes, meh. Like, what the fuck is happening in the world? Here's your boba. Like, what the fuck? I got to go. What's gotta the best go boba? Yeah. What's the best? My favorite boba play? Okay. Great boba in Taiwan. <laughs> so no, one that's accessible. One like what one here. No, do one two. One that's you, we can't get. And, okay. And, and, in yeah, SF, right. San Francisco is my favorite boba place. What? Asha Tea House. Okay. What is it, what's the flavor that you're into? They just have a really good lemon jasmine green tea. Is that a then, stock thing that boba does? That's that's like a lemon standard jasmine? on their menu. Got it. But the cool thing about their place is they have all the fruit purees. So whenever you order like a fruit tea. It's like made with fresh fruit and not mm. like a syrup. So and it's a tea. It's artisan. Yeah, and it's it's not like a like there's tea drinkers where it's like I don't know, you just like drink tea non sweet and like it's really about like the leaves and all that. This is like the kid version where it's like sweet and like with flavor and Is it cold or hot? You can get either. I always get iced. With boba it's kinda easier with iced because if you get hot then you know i don't know like using a straw with hot stuff yeah. doesn't work or yeah. you have to like spoon it out right which is what is boba? A boba page a reviews what is it it's tapioca right. so you know like tapioca pudding yeah and stuff. yeah is tapioca bad for you 
I mean, if you eat too much of it, probably. But uh, does it have? She looks pretty healthy to me. Yeah, well, she probably burns it off. True. But is there? Could you? Get, if, you're, if you're just if you're lazy like us, is <laughs> it good for you? Yeah. No. If, if you're on the couch for a week <laughs> drinking bobas, yeah, it's not not waiting, good. Fa- your face into bread rolls. It's gonna. I'm gonna get chunky. <laughs> oh my god. But you can. Could you put energy drink in your boba? Monster um, balls. Yeah, I mean, or Red Bull I, balls. I don't. I don't, I don't think. Nothing's stopping you. Like, right. You could do, definitely do it. But I feel like... CBD boba balls? See where I'm going here? Yeah, you could do all of that. But I don't know. I just like the simple... Like, THC like, boba balls. Okay, also, inevitable. the boba is something you add to your drink. Like, the, the drink is the thing with the flavoring. Yeah. So, like... Boba balls are the same taste every time. Yeah. They I don't mean, have different... different shops do different things. Do, do they ever have different flavored balls? Uh, I mean... Yeah, there is some place. More common than different flavored bobas is like sizes. So they'll be like mini boba. But uh-huh. I don't like that because then you just like, you don't even get to chew it. You just like are swallowing all of them. And it's just like a texture in your mouth. Yeah. But some people like you would, you would love getting boba because they got these giant straws. And I've had like, a boba. Okay, did you shoot a boba ball out of the straw like a spit wad? No. Because they explode. Oh man, it's awesome. It's pretty awesome. I It'd did be not really need fun to know to that. Have like yeah. a, a boba fight <laughs> yeah. where you just like attack everyone because they stick to everything. Also, <laughs> yeah, you would like it. Oh, that's okay, cool. Wait. At Vans, like at the combi, if you go to like the shallow end and look up, there's like a couple boba balls that I like have shot at the roof. <laughs> I mean, they're still there. They're still there. I confirmed it. Wow. Hmm. And then On also, never mind. I'm not gonna say. Here, he gave me buttons. Somebody gave me buttons, and I'm assuming this bag, because it has the Clash and Devo, is you. Hmm. And then these ones have Metallica and a gay flag. So I'm assuming that's me. <laughs> Ooh, Clash, straight to hell. There you go. Sweet, thank you. Oh, so we all have gifts. So Lizzie has a gift. We have, I have buttons. Who gave you these? I forgot. Shout, wow. out, shout out to shout you. Shout out to the guy that you forgot. Yeah, thanks, the guy. Wow, that's harsh. Button guy. I can't remember stuff. Also, my San- mom. Sandinista. My Go mom ahead. really loves like when she got to meet Mark Mothersbach, which was really. Oh cool. yes. Who? Mark Mothersbach, Devo. Oh, Devo. Oh yeah, big fan. Yeah, he did a thing with a friend of mine, Christian Hand, that does the, the split the vocals thing. Like he showed me once in his house, he had tracks of the Beatles. And he could separate them so you could just hear Paul McCartney sing or just hear uh, Ringo drum, like just like separates everything. So you just hear, you know, them doing. Stems. Yeah. And it's fucking, it's emotional. Like hearing uh, them sing the track by themselves, like John Lennon singing yeah. with no other thing in it. And you're like, what? it's like he's alive again. So he started playing it on my show and it kind of got big. And then the show ended and we stopped hanging out. And then he did it. He does it by himself. He does like live events now where people come and he plays it for everybody, like separates and all kind of music now. Every, everything. Pantera, doesn't matter. Everything. He has separate tracks. But he did one with Devo Guy the other day. I saw him oh, post sick. it. And he was there sitting next to him. Oh, while... yeah. Mark would be all about that. Right. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. What did you think when we, uh, when we got... Um... Uh, Amanda Palmer to do your intro. Oh my god. I feel like that was pretty fun. I feel like my brain was just like canceled. I don't know. 
I like I couldn't like process it. So we did we did sort of celebrity cameo intros in the last Birdhouse video. Yeah. And um I uh asked Amanda Palmer, who she and I are both fans of. She's who is a musician. That? Um, she was in the Dresden Dolls, and now she does solo stuff. Actually, they're doing Dresden Dolls reun- uh, reunion, I think, next year or yeah. soon. Um, she's she's like prolific artist and and musician, and uh. um, I knew that she she was living in New York, and we were going to be in New York shooting at this bowl. So I was I hit her up like, hey, would you do this thing? Like, let's do an intro for Lizzie, and we set a day and a time, and um, basically had her. It tucked her in a corner on the street, busking like she was playing, you know, with yeah. hat out, and then she's just playing. And when we, as we were walking by, Lizzie didn't realize it was her. She just thought it was literally just a street musician. Yeah. And then she started singing about us. Oh shit! It was pretty cool. So you had no idea, and you're like, "Wait a minute, are they singing about us? Wait a minute, is that?" Yeah. Yeah. Like all the things just fell. It together. was pretty cool. But that it's is- also crazy because like she like started. From busking, and so it was like very surreal. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. say. But the the for me the surreal moment was she she came back to our hotel to hang out for a little bit, and then did an interview with you. I don't know where that footage is. I don't know. I feel like Jason must have it, but she literally interviewed you. Like you guys were just sitting in bed, and she's doing like this one on one interview with Lizzie. And Lizzie was frozen, just like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah, I could, I totally, somebody you look up to is not only did they sing your intro, but now they're like, hey, tell me more about yourself. I'm going to, I would, that's yeah. like Glenn Danzig or James Hetfield being, Jason, tell me more. I'd be like, what is happening? Yeah, I just remember like like in ninth grade, I used to like play her music, or not play yeah. it, not, not me playing. I would play it and listen to it. Yeah. And I don't know. That was like my best friend and I would do, and just like listen to her, listen to like Dressed in Dolls. And yeah, she means a lot to you. Yeah, and then I like read her book like later on, and I was just like, wow, she's she's so sick. Is it you read the book before you met her? Yeah. So all that you're very interested in her whole life, and there she is asking you about yours. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. That's fucking. We have cool. to find that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds. I'll cool. retrieve that. Anyway, it was that was fun for me too because I'm a big fan. Um. Well, Lizzie, thank you for, for coming by. And we didn't have to talk about your pelvis, your yeah. leg. Um, you just did. But anyway. What's that? You just did. No, we didn't have to make it the focus. Right. We're not going to play this. We, 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 we went deep into the loop again. But, oh, yeah. You know, but we have footage of her making that loop? <clears throat> yeah, from all angles. So you could put it in this episode and she, the one where she makes it, I'm saying. I like how you're saying from all angles. There's like no one actually filmed the loop. Like it, there's like footage of it from like iPhone footage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, it was not a professional. Sh- no, I think there's at least one. No. Really? Or she maybe Davis filmed it. Like Philippe, I don't know. Oh, Davison. I know there's at least one professional, like proper ratio. You know. Filming. Yeah. I don't think so. Hmm. So what Mike number? Mike filmed it, and that's like the one that like went viral. Like that, like not viral, but like. <clears throat> Who did? Mike Sinclair. And oh yeah, yeah. iPhone. Because he was just like there. What yeah. number of person are you in the loop? I don't know, like something around like two dozen. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If anyone wants us. it, hit me up. The video or the loop? The loop. I'm, t- I'm tired of seeing people get hurt on it. Oh, to sell the loop. 
Yeah, sure. Or have or a home for if it. If I was the most successful, I would totally buy that. <laughs> Just put it in the backyard. Not After it. the last time, I mean, having Felipe do it was huge, but, but then uh, Jimmy getting hurt, it was just like, I don't want... Yeah. I, I don't want this... this uh, it's always either this amazing event or the most tragic thing. It's yeah. never in between. Yeah. And um, I'd rather not be the one responsible for that anymore. Well, it's, it's... If you, you had your chance, you know? True. The, the offer, if I got to do it, you could have done it. <laughs> yeah. Because I would just showed up on a whim. So, hey, man, we got the loop. We want to try it? And I was like, yeah. If I do that, I can look back on that for the rest of my life and be yeah. like, you did it. And I felt like I was definitely not in skate shape either. And I was like, man, you barely can skate and you did the loop. <laughs> like that's, sure, it took a little longer than your average bear, but I still got it. Yeah. Well, hit, hit me up. <laughs> it's right. It's literally right over here. It's just past this wall. You could in have storage. it in your backyard and you could kill your friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's that easy. Okay, Lizzie, any parting words? Good to t- catch up again and good to see you guys. Good to be see here you. and talk about different things. Yes, we did. Thank you. I like the bread lady a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and we're very proud of you. I'm very proud of you. Thank you for representing skateboarding so well mm-hmm. to a bigger audience. Thank you for representing Birdhouse, obviously, but also just um, the way you carry yourself is with dignity and grace, and we appreciate it. I appreciate Aww. that. That's really sweet cute. of you to say. Okay, see you guys next week. Like and describe. Describe. That's what we say. <laughs>